Hi, I'm Reggie Watts, and you're listening to The Worst Idea of L Time. Podcast. It's not how we start the podcast, guy. Pick up the microphone, guy. Guy, stop rubbing your hair. Pick up the microphone. Introduce the podcast properly. You're talking to me. We're actually recording right now? Yes. Well, what we're doing is we're trying something slightly different this week. Uh, whereby we've actually still got roughly 30 minutes of the movie to go. Uh, we're at the party scene right now. The party scene has already been going on for quite a while. Is Guy has just woken up as well in the last, I'd say, f- five or six minutes. I've given him a peanut brownie to um, help him get to uh, farm bake specifically. How's that treating you? Yeah, it's good, man. Good. I'm glad that, I mean, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so glad that um, we've made this decision. Mm-hmm. Well, this streamlines the whole process in a, in some in a lot of ways. It's we've cut a, a slight corner on this one, especially considering you were asleep for the rest of it, and now you're just you're watching it as you do the podcast. Mm. You know, it I feels like a cut corner. A free throw. Um. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, I'm questioning the whole project. I'm questioning the whole thing. Really, 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 really questioning it. um, I feel like we got a lot of good love over the internet over the last week. It's been a while between innings for us. Except today. Um, Except today. Can you explain what happened? We got, um, I think the kids call it shade these days. We've got shade thrown at us. Our Facebook group. Some people were throwing shade. We chucked up the uh, poster of last week's episode, which um, put a little quote on, a little pull quote from yourself, old Monty. And I, I spelled Taylor Lautner's last name wrong, so sorry about that. Very embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Um, and uh, some guy wrote under it. Now, I can't remember the exact wording, and he sub- subsequently deleted it, but he said like, Come on, guys, this only had 19 likes. Do something more constructive with your life, for fuck's sake. I like that we are creating a breaking point for someone else. Neither of us know who the person who wrote this message is. But I like the fact that he is so impacted by what we're doing from that far away that he's melting down online. I can't imagine how Adam Sandler will feel when he finds out that we are watching it. I did send him a mess. I, I replied to his comment, and I said, "I said to him, uh, your feedback has been noted and quickly disregarded. Thank you." Oh, and then he deleted. Suck it, bruh. And then he deleted his message, and he sent us a message. He sent us a like a like a non-public message. Like, not a post. Yeah. I, I don't know how to get to it, though, because I, I don't understand these, all of these things. 
It's not important. Hey, look, can you please make sure you're in charge of the shape and general feel of this one? Okay, episode of the all podcast? right, fair enough. All right, here we go. Episode 37 is what we're up to right now. That means we've got um, 15 more watches of the movie, plus the remaining bit of the movie that's playing out right in front of our eyes. This is a creepy bit at the moment where Adam Sandler's talking to his daughter in the bedroom. The lighting's very ominous while the party's going on downstairs in Lenny Fader's backyard, um, comprising of hundreds of people and various members of uh, the old Jay Giles band, uh, famous for their hit, uh, Cinefold, I think is the name of the song. No, 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 no. That's the one. Um, and, th- yeah, there's, just, there's, a, there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening in the movie, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Um, we got sent a message from that guy. I, I don't know his name. I was going to leave his name out anyway. But you were going to say his name on the podcast, the guy who was throwing shade at us, because he sent us a message afterwards and he said, hey, listen, I'm sorry I was, I was so negative to you guys. I had a fight with my girlfriend, but I don't want to bore you with the details, but I got into a negative yeah. zone or words to that effect. I, I mean, a, I, I quite like that we're part of his personal life uh, <laughs> like that, like that we are a reasonable outlet for sort of frustrated or confused emotion from a real-life argument someone's had with their spouse. Yeah, bleed through, man. Like, I I love that. You know, we, I mean, and we deserve it. We don't deserve it, but we have created this thing. We're in, we're watching a movie for the 37th time. Like, if you are going to chuck some negative energy at someone, it might as well be us. Yeah. Totally. Um, here's another guy who isn't even the original guy. This guy's name is Cody Scott, and he just said, um, please just give up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I, I put a post up. I put a post up publicly saying um, something. It, it was in response to the haters today. No uh, love for the haters. The haters. It says, uh, here it is. Well, guys, some of you are trying to slow or stop us completely, but we won't. We're watching it again tonight. You just watch us. And then I, I put a... Uh, link there to a YouTube video and if you click on that link you will find that it is to a Stan Bush song called Never Surrender and the lyrics to that song go never surrender never say die you've got the heart of a hero never surrender Uh, I think it was the theme song for a movie called Kickboxer I think with Jean-Claude Van Damme in the 80s and it really just captures the spirit I think of 
what we're doing here. Timbat. The wiry, tenacious fighter Timbat. Of the project, you know. You're sleeping your way to the top. Slippery. You're slippery. Guy Montgomery. In a way where you're not having sex with someone, but you're literally asleep. But you will still... And fairness to me, I did the first 20 minutes. I was so tired. And I said, oh, yeah, well, I said to you... I I've said, never seen you so tired. I'm not... This is no way I'm not going to... I'm I'm just going to fall asleep. Yeah. And it was a really deep and effective sleep. And like, I almost to the point where it's contentious that this is my 38th watch. <laughs> Seventh. Yeah. And yeah. that... Like, I missed the bulk of... Oh, 20 minutes, blackout, wake up, suddenly we're at the party scene, Tim Bats thrust a microphone under my face. Well, here's the good news. I'm picking up the slack with our regular features today, um, and I want to kick it off with the Paddy Schwartz party time, because we've been inundated since our last podcast uh, with people posting up to our wall, and we, we really appreciate this. Uh, everyone letting us know that Paddy Schwartz, it, it would seem, is now dating Miley Cyrus. That's right, romantically linked. Which is pretty fucking cool for Patty. Well, yeah, I mean, I th- I look at this news and I sort of get excited. I think, um, I mean, if we know anything about Patty, we know that he he's a man who, who's not afraid of partying. Uh, certainly likes to party. Has been has been seen partying before. And I mean, you look at a girl like Miley, who's obviously she's sort of diverging quite far from her family friendly uh, Christian child star image, uh, and also exploring the possibilities of a party herself. Uh, you know, whether that be through smoking a drug like uh, marijuana, say, or just drinking a, a high percentage IPA on a on a Tuesday afternoon, uh, you know, and getting snapped by the pap, a pap snap, uh, doing that. And so, I mean, t- for, for the union to take place between Patty Schwartz, who, 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 as I've said, knows how to party, and Miley, who's exploring a, a more of a party girl image, uh, is exciting. I think it's a real miracle that, that, that I mean, the, the the big gossip wheel hasn't been churning churning faster and harder uh, in American news uh, on account of this revelation. Tim, I'd love to know what you think about the, the union. I'm so happy about it. I've got nothing but love for Patty Schwartz. Both of us are in that boat, I think. I mean, I actually quite dig Miley Cyrus. I think she's cool. And, uh, I mean... You know, as a lot of people have said, she was famous for her song "Party in the USA." Patty Schwartz is known for his partying. It's a it's a Patty Schwartz party in the USA. This couldn't be going any better. I hope they get married and have little party kids. There's a party in the USA. They will come out of Miley Cyrus's womb twerking, right there in the operating theater. They will be by the age of three tearing rooms asunder, where most kids learn how to walk. They will be learning how to cover acts into it, into a scene and just outact anyone in the room. You know what I mean? It's going to be huge, and um, I couldn't be happier about it. Hey, I want to go to their wedding. Do you know how great that wedding would be, bro? It would literally be the best party that's ever happened. It would literally be the best party that's ever happened. And you know that Billy Ray Cyrus is going to be there. Is a, a, <laughs> a hero, awful. a hero of mine. Um, are you kidding me? Have you heard the song "Achy Breaky Heart"? Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just don't think it'll understand. You have oh, heard yeah. it. You have heard the song. So listen. Uh, onto a more serious note with the Paddy Schwartz party time today. Now I couldn't remember whether or not you've brought this up before, guy, but 
when we first meet the lads at the quarry from the frat, um, he gets handed a beer, Paddy Schwartz does, by one of the other I guys. I have brought this up. Oh, you have? Okay, damn it. Well, I'm going to so do like it anyway. A double beer, multi-handed No. Disaster. Oh, no, it's not that. No, no, no. It's, not, it's, it's, it's similar, but it's not that. Um, so he gets handed a beer, and I didn't check to see that it had a cap on the top of it, but presumably it's a full beer. You wouldn't hand someone an empty bottle. And then Paddy Schwartz starts swinging it round, and you can tell there's no liquid in it. And in between those two times, about 10 seconds has passed. So one of two things has happened. Either, number one, Paddy Schwartz has bitched out in the same way that Adam Sandler's kid and Chris Rock's kid did and tipped it out somewhere. Or Paddy Schwartz just slammed a beer in 10 seconds, bro, which I, in I my experience, I, I I've, only, I've only seen that done once before. And I'd like to share um, when that happened, a little tale. Uh, Crump, I don't think, listens to the podcast. He's an old school chum of mine, a great man. He's a builder. Yeah, He's a bloody good on you, Crump. Crump got... Um, hey, shout out to all of our listeners who are builders. Yeah, and, and builders who aren't listeners. And Yeah, yeah. Shout out, hey, yeah, shout out to all builders. If you're in construction or in you some way associated with housing... I'd like to do a shout-out shout out right now to anybody who's never listened or never will listen to the podcast. Basically, just any carbon-based life form. Hey. Shout-out to you. Shout-out to anyone who thinks this is a stupid idea. Yeah, we don't want to limit it. Not just to, you know. This is a shout-out to the haters. Um, no love for the haters. The haters. Met Ali, he told me, I'm the greatest. I got the fever for the flavor of a, a crowd pleaser. <laughs> From the west to the east to the north to the summertime makes it hot. Getting jiggy with it. Na 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 na. So na 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 na. There we were. Na 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 na. On a lovely summer's day, and I can't remember whose house we were at. We were at a house party, you see, guy, and uh, there were some boys from uh, from the South Island at the party. Yeah, they challenged Crump to a drinking competition because apparently they weren't aware of Crump's uh, legendary drinking. Lady Mainlanders. Crump actually, I, I believe if memory serves, got told by the doctor once that he had to chill out or he would, um, how do you say, die. I uh, believe this. And he did. He, he shifted into a lower gear and subsequently he's, he's doing awesome. Um, he's bought a house. He's doing great. Oh, good job, Crump. So anyway, so the first guy goes and just... Uh, just just down the gut, just gets the bear, opens the cap, boom, down the hatch, right? As fast as gravity can pour it. And he thinks that he's won the drink competition. Unbeknownst to him, Crump has drunk the beer faster than gravity can pour it by uh, literally like tipping the beer perpendicular to his head and, and sucking in, sucking in 330 mils of water, yeast, sugar, I think there's barley in beer. The whole contents of that body sucked in. Hops, malt. Hops, there we go. Faster than gravity could pour it, mate. That is miracle. He schooled that South Islander. He really schooled him. He really embarrassed him at his own game. So suck on that, mate. Okay, we're at the sort of climactic fight scene of the film right now. This is when all the extras come out to shine. We're dancing on the ceiling. And like Charlotte, Chris Rock's daughter... Sort of singing. Can you see Adam Sandler there in the hat? Yeah. Do you reckon he turned up this day? Because you don't see his face in most of this shit. I reckon he just got a stunt double to come in for him. He's a pretty general build. Like, there'd be a lot of people who could be Adam Sandler. 
Yeah. He's in the most I mean, basic but like, costume. why would he, why would Adam Sandler just take this day off? Because fucking, he's, he's he done the other, took 30, all the, he's done the 30, other 39 days off. He took all the writing days off. No. Like, we really should meet up to write the script, Adam. This and movie Adam's is like, this, nah, 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 I'm going to This movie is triumph in terms of uh, showing that you can't, you know, dreams are big, dreams mm. are free. You can ad-lib a one hour and 41 minute movie and it can still have an emotional core. It can make a case of sense. I mean, you can meet really meaty sort of three-dimensional characters who pop off the screen. In a lot of ways, this movie is representative of the American dream um, in that if you choose that you don't want to work but you throw enough money at a situation, you'll be able to get even more money out of it by cheating people out of their money vis-a-vis theatergoers. So, yeah. <laughs> so, in a lot of ways, Adam Sandler's really um, superseded Arnie's dream but he's used Arnie's okay. son in the vehicle to do it. There's... A beautiful poetry. What we're watching now is Kate Hudson's brother, Paul Hudson, who's dressed as Indiana Jones. Uh, He's in a fight scene, which, honestly, it looks like he got hired for the job and on his acting CV, he'd written uh, stage combat. And they were like, okay, whatever, Paul. And then Paul was like, no, no, it'd be really cool if I could use it. If I could use the stage combat, that'd be really great because I'm actually really good at stage combat. And they hired him. uh, And then he wound up doing this sort of fucking elaborate ludicrous dance I don't know it's like capoeira what he's doing I don't have any point it's like he's gone to three capoeira classes and claimed that he did stage combat and he's just busted that out it's so um fuck TVs are distracting eh when they're on like the movie's it's all it's all there, you know. Greg's yeah, I, the whenever, balls. whenever there's a screen around me, I my natural inclination is to just look at it. That's how they're designed, man. We're They've, conditioned. I read a, a a book about that once um, by a professor who had done all this research into the effects of television, and, and uh, it turns out all of them are bad. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, bullshit. They're all bad effects. Uh, like TV's brainwash you because of. Well, actually, his research was all based off old CRT TV, so it's probably different now. But how they the flicker rate, the refresh rate, the hertz at which they they go at, they fuck with your brain, man. They really mess with you. They make you vulnerable, Tim, susceptible to advertising. Tim, I feel like I'm really uh, not doing a good job on the podcast this week, and I, I just want to say sorry to you for that. Uh, well, you're doing great. How dare you? And I, I, would, I would like to pick up the slack. Uh, I mean, time is we we are moving along at a rapid rate. Oh yeah. Uh, so pick it, pick up, pick, pick up the slack and uh, take over the Steve Buscemi mystery tour. The Steve Buscemi mystery tour is, is coming to take you away, coming to take you away. Take so you away. This uh, may or may not have been influenced uh, tonight's theory on how Steve Buscemi sustained his injuries, which he refers to once in the film. We haven't seen the first grown up, so we have to guess each week as to that is correct. Uh, the, the origin story of them. And this may or may not have been uh, influenced by a particular brand new Christopher Nolan film that's come out, which I've seen twice in a week. Yeah. However, I now believe uh, that Steve Buscemi's character time traveled back in time and kicked his own ass why that sounds like Looper yeah or the Back to the Future Bruce Willis in some Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie oh it does sound way more like Looper yeah yeah you're right 
You, you, I mean, this is elaborate. You think Steve Buscemi's character in Grown Ups is yeah, a time traveler? Here's the interesting reason. A self-loathing time traveler. Here's the interesting reason why. Steve Buscemi is such a, um emotional animal in Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2 that what he did is he, he discovered a time machine by accident. He went back in time and he saw his previous self fooling around with his girlfriend which mm. is completely kosher because it's, it's still him. him. Yeah. But in, in the moment, in the heat of the moment, he didn't rationalize that it was him. It's confusing. He just went, that's not me. Someone else is following around with my girlfriend yeah. and started kicking his own past version's yeah. ass. Why did he take it out on Chris Rock? Because uh, Chris Rock saw the whole thing play out and he knows, and Chris Rock can't tell too many people, and Steve Buscemi mm. knows that because it will alter the course of future the future and so oh, yeah. it's just a little There's inside joke rules around time travel you've got to obey it's very confusing hey, can we just i know it's not necessarily related to grown-ups too but i have i got addicted to a podcast this week and i'd like to uh discuss it <laughs> okay have you listened to serial no I it's haven't. from the makers of this american life oh okay it's like a non-fiction um story told bit by bit like a serial like a serial like the clues in the name yeah uh, and it is honestly phenomenal. Now, I was in Wellington for work this week. Uh-huh. I had a bit of time on my hands during the daytime. Yeah. I literally spent an entire day yeah. walking around Wellington in some weird figure eight <laughs> listening to the podcast Serial. Fuck all right, mate. So Moorish. Christ. It was so good. I can't believe how unrelated this is. I mean, that's a great recommendation, I assume. I will definitely check it out. It's a hearty recommendation. And NPR, they make a fabulous podcasts. There's no doubt about it. But Jesus, mate, you are off track, Monty. What do you expect? I want to read a message. Oh, Adam Sandler is mercifully finally going to bed after what is the longest, biggest, most ludicrous sized day. He's going he's gonna to make love to his pregnant wife in the way that he really gets her in the mood is by farting Burping, burp sneezing a burp in her face. I did it. I burp started. I did it for the baby. I did it for the baby. So we had some fans in Sheffield get in touch with us, and I said basically, "Thanks for getting in touch." And they and I can't remember what they said actually, or what I said, but they sent a subsequent message, which is thus: "I'm going to read it for you now, guy." Okay, please. Cheers for getting back to us. That's so cool. Sorry to message you again so soon, but I thought I should share. Got my housemate into the podcast too. That's what we in New Zealand called flatmates, or in America you'd call a uh, a roommate, I guess. Yeah, a dorm mate. Yeah, mate. What Keep have going. you? It sounds like you've swallowed the mic. Uh, got my house, got my housemate into the podcast too. So tonight, when I said, "Shall we watch a film?" He was all, "He he, yeah, let's watch Grown Ups too." And I'm like, "Duh, hey, yeah, why not?" Fuck. I actually need to go back and listen to old Worst Idea episodes as some kind of therapy for the mind rape that just happened. You guys are hardcore. I mean, like, you're onto some check yourself into Guantanamo Bay for fun shit right there. I'm stunned. Even after all the warnings. What? Some crazy alchemy going on for that bollocks to turn into a hilarious podcast. I might kidnap Adam Sandler and force him to listen to it uh, for the rest of eternity. So that, that I didn't realise it had such um, heavy platitudes at the end. I probably wouldn't have read it if, it if I knew that. But that's lovely. It's very sweet. I don't want to blow our own trumpet, but it's just it's nice that we've got people in Sheffield watching, uh, listening rather. And um, 
I like that they venture, they dip their toes in the water with a watch of the film, and and then they quickly jumped out of the water and they went, "This water's too shitty." Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. It's confusing, isn't it? I mean, whether or not we want people to watch the movie. Like, if, if, say, what, say you've listened to every episode of the podcast so far. And if you are listening, and this is and this is you, God bless your soul, and you have never watched it, um, do do not watch the movie. But I mean, if you know you find yourself with two hours on your hands, and you're curious, and you're thinking, because I can only imagine what bizarre picture we've painted of what is essentially just a regular, sort of high budget, sort of family friendly, or what is it meant to be a family friendly comedy film, mm. like we. Is in in passing we yeah, reference referen- the most obscure moments of a yeah. film, and so I can understand the curiosity, and it builds and it builds and it peaks, and you want to watch it. Uh, and, and do for- you? Okay, here's what I want to do with with our remaining time in the podcast, if I may, guy. Let's try and attempt to do what Peter Dante was unable to do in his press junket. Let's try to describe what this film is in a concise yet poignant okay. and alluring I'll be, manner. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be the describer. You be the interviewer. Guy Montgomery, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, it's a real pleasure and an honour to meet you. Um, I guess my first question is: uh, Can you briefly tell us what is Grown Ups Two and why should we go and see it? Uh, it's a very exciting movie. Uh, I'm not actually involved in it. 
it sort of really whatsoever. But I mean, I I, I was lucky enough to catch a preview uh, in the movie. Adam Sandler, um, he's 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 moved back to a city, uh, and his grown up friends are there. There's all these dudes, and pretty much it's just they they're sort of like uh, really bored. And I I think I, I, when I watched the movie, I sort of read it as like a sort of a, a cry for help. Uh, you know, from 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 the characters and the, within the world of the film, are uh, sort of it, it, it's them saying, "Hey, look, we're really not doing very well right now. None of us like our jobs, our families, uh, and it's actually it's sort of quite a bleak commentary on uh, where, where, where we're going as a society in the in the in the twenty first century. And and if we don't sort of look around and and pay attention. Uh, to, to our family and friends, and, and the fact that you know what we're doing has, has real life ramifications. Um, you know, your precious time will slip away. What do you say to critics who have suggested that Adam Sandler didn't even write a script for this film? Um, and it's difficult to argue with, isn't it? I mean, gliding all over the subtext as, as that as you've well, the subtext that you've read into this. This piece can't possibly have existed on the fly. I mean, surely you've tried to dissect a complete turd, and you've you've found the, something in there that doesn't exist. Couldn't have existed on the fly. Is true. Couldn't couldn't have existed on the page. Would also be another way of putting it. In the sense that it couldn't have existed on the page because uh, there were no pages. This is a this is a very sustainable operation we're running on the film here. So what we thought is rather than um, writing and printing a script, we'll just circumvent that whole that whole part of the movie making process. And uh, we'll just vibe it, really. We'll just show up on the day and just fucking vibe it. This role play has gone to a really odd place. But what I'd like to do to close off the podcast is I've found the merciful, message. Merciful, merciful. I've found the message from the guy. <laughs> I'm going to read it verbatim. Now, should, should we name him? Probably not, eh? Just give him his initials. JR. JR, baby. Hey, guys. Really sorry about the hate. I was in a dark place when I commented before. Brackets. I was in a heated fight with my GF. Won't bore you with the details. Close bracket. And have realized now that it wasn't fair to take it out on you guys. You don't have to do what you do. But do it anyway for your fans and I respect that. Anyway. I've since deleted my comment. I hope we can let bygones be bygones. JR, we absolutely can. We're not here to hold grudges. We're not in the business of, um, you know taking things too, too sensitively and too much No to way, hurt. Jose. Um, I appreciate you getting in contact with us, even if it is to say, Look, what the fuck are you guys doing with your lives? That's right. I still, that's one more message than I would I have got normally. a great Sunday today, and it was really undone by this. And look, I would like to apologize to you, Tim, and to the listeners. Uh, I feel like I've been barely hanging on by a thread in this episode. And I mean, I guess that is of interest uh, with regards to the podcast, the whole operation. This has been a real struggle for me. It's been a real push, Tim. Uh, and that's not good enough. So I'm going to be coming in next week. I'm going to have a notepad. I'm going to be, you know, really watching the movie. Uh, really watching the movie, you know. Justin Bieber posters presented courtesy of Bravo Entertainment. I just got told by the credits. Yeah, Where are there Justin Bieber posters? Probably at the high school in one of the kids' rooms. I think it said that it wanted to thank the Commonwealth Look, of Massachusetts The great as well. thing about the way we've done it this week is that the credits are 
literally finishing right now. The last mm. thing on the screen says, this is a work of fiction. The characters, incidents, and locations portrayed in the names here and are fictitious. Any similarity to identification with the location, character, or any person is purely coincidental uh, and not intentional. Uh, also, a note that no animals were harmed in the making of this film, including the CGI And then moves, just a big, presumably, fat bit of marketing deal. for Sony. Make believe. Make believe. Now, Columbia, TriStar Pictures. Did they merge? Fuck. I thought they merged. I don't know, man. So Sony Pictures owns Columbia. Columbia owns TriStar. Nobody cares. Who owns Who owns us though? Fucking no one. Thanks man. so much for listening. We'll be back better, stronger next week. We didn't do our shining lights. My <laughs> shining light uh, doesn't exist. <laughs> My shining light was. Oh wait a minute. I had a different Patty Schwartz as well, which I'm now going to transfer into my shining no. light. No, it's now my shining do light. Do it so fast. Um, do it so quick. Go now. Oh, he okay. makes an O with his mouth. Yep. Good shining light. Hey, I've been Guy Montgomery. I've been Tim Bat. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.